today on the news and why it matters. Kamala Harris wants President Trump's Twitter account suspended over his whistleblower tweets. Also, Maxine Waters says Trump should not only be suspended from Twitter. I don't know. She didn't say that. But she did say he should be in solitary confinement. Got a lot coming up on the show. It starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Mr. Stubergear, co-host of the Glenn Beck Radio Program. Hello, Stu. Hello, how are you? I am amazing. How are you? Very good to hear, and I'm doing well, thank you. Okay, great. We've got uh, Chad Prather, host we're, of the Chad Prather Show. We're very denim today. Look at that. A lot of denim. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm denim. I'm also party time mom. Party time mom! I've got a party time. Party time, there, there. Party, time mom, her... wow. no party time mom, tank top. Wow. Party time mom, tank top. Oh, gosh. Uh, you can find it at shop.theblaze.com mm-hmm. under Chad, Chad Prather Apparel. Mm-hmm. There's some anyway, cool stuff there. There is. There is. Uh, it's triggering a lot of people, so you got to go to shop.theblaze.com. We've also got Mr. Zuby from the UK. Zuby, uh, Zuby is a rap. You, you just do everything. everything. I don't even. I'm yeah. like Zuby is a rapper. He's also like <laughs> a fitness. Entrepreneur, yeah, a fitness he's a author. Fitness. Right. He's a, I don't even know how. How do we even introduce you? A uh, public figure. How about that? Public figure. Public figure. <laughs> Zuby, tell me how you say your last name. Udezwe. Udezwe. Yeah, it's interesting that it. being yeah. a rapper and in the fitness world that we haven't crossed paths more. Um, <laughs> you know, that's just it's really where my lane, you know? Yeah. Um, before, we, before we get into the conversation, we want to thank our sponsor, iTarget Pro. So, uh, my son, he's seven, you guys know, and he had never seen a firearm in real life. I know, don't send me hate mail, okay? I was a single mom for a while, and I just wanted to keep my gun in my safe, and you I was too nervous about it. Your Second Amendment rights? Well, there's always going to be someone who's like, you should have taught him sooner. Well, guess what? <laughs> Over the weekend, we pulled out my 380 and we put the iTarget in uh, my 380 and let him shoot at the, at the target, and he was really good. And he asked me multiple times, can we please put real bullets in this? And I said, no. That's not, that's right. not now, what we're doing I feel here. like I'm in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Welcome to Texas, Okay, Zuby. there we go. Uh, but iTarget Pro, in all seriousness, it, uh, it is uh, the way to train if you want to really learn your weapon. You want to really learn your firearm because, you know, dry firing, it's the best way to learn. You've got to learn the pull. You've got to learn the ways of the gun. My 380, I know it's really small. You guys make fun of me all the time. But it's got a really long pull. And unless you're constantly practicing with it, you're constantly training, it's going to throw you off. Uh, so iTarget Pro, it pays for itself because you don't have to go to the range, spend money on ammunition, range fees. You can just train at home and really learn your gun, know your craft. You can go to iTargetPro.com, use promo code NEWS, and you will get 10% off plus free shipping. That is iTargetPro.com, promo code NEWS. Again, welcome to Texas, Zuby. I hope mm-hmm. we didn't offend you. <laughs> no, no, no. no you triggers. are from the UK. I am. Where they ban, like, screwdrivers and hammers and also guns. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, screwdrivers and hammers, I think, are still allowed. I don't know if you'd be allowed to carry them out in public, though. Unless you <laughs> but what if you're But what if you bought them from the hardware store and you're carrying them I home? I think you might need to keep them packaged up. <laughs> I'm not sure. And you might need a receipt on you. You get an exemption if you have a receipt. Yeah, I think you might need a receipt. Okay. I'm not sure what the rules are on that, actually. But I, th- I would recommend carrying the receipt. Um, okay, so Kamala Harris... 
Uh, she's very mad about President Trump tweeting about the whistleblower. Uh, he basically said the whistleblower report, it's a fraud. Uh, this is a fake report. Nothing of what the whistleblower said happened actually happened. And Kamala Harris, very upset about uh, the First Amendment, about freedom of speech. Here is what she had to say to Anderson Cooper about suspending Trump's Twitter watch. Frankly, when you look at what he's been tweeting today, directed at the whistleblower, um, directed at, at so many people, uh, you know, I, I frankly think that based on this and all we've seen him do before, including ta attacking members of Congress, that he frankly should be, his Twitter account should be suspended. Um, I think there is plenty of, of, of now evidence to suggest that he is irresponsible with his words in a way that could result in harm to other people. And so the privilege of using those words in that way should probably be taken from him <clears throat> still this is a difficult concept for me to understand <laughs> these democrats keep doing the same thing which is you know biden was like oh don't let giuliani on the air and now don't take his twitter away trump talking more is your friend if you're a democrat <laughs> right like you take exactly. all, you take trump's tweets out of this you're down by 20 points right <laughs> like then you're just left with the guy's policies and he's probably winning easily right. You, if I were a Democratic candidate, I would be arguing for, like, webcams in the Oval Office. <laughs> I would want a TV camera on him all the time. Because the more Trump says, it's really the problem. I mean, people really don't like his tone at times. and They don't like these sorts of things. And it pisses off a bunch of people kind of in the middle that are otherwise friendly to his policies. Mm. Yeah, you know, this sort of concept that everybody on the left likes to do, which is just shut down people from speaking, is so the opposite of what it used to be. We used to mm, always hear that yeah. they were the ones that cared about free speech, uh, and yeah. we were the ones shutting everybody down because of content. It seems to have gone the opposite way. I mean, the, the, the idea that you'd want to stop the president of the United States from making statements about what he believes is important. You might think what he says is important is stupid. You might think he's lying, and you have the, you have the ability to go out there and argue against it. But you don't. This is the America. This is the United States of America. We're not shutting people up. Let, let people speak. More, more words, more voices, the better. Yeah. What happened to give them enough rope and let them hang themselves? Right. Mm -hmm. uh, oh boy, I tend to think that Anderson Cooper's a reasonably intelligent human being, and so when I see his face while people are saying these things, <laughs> I just, I just, put, I just can now like hear his brain and what he's thinking. Like, oh dear God, this is my job to listen to this stuff. No, I'm with you, Stu. I say turn him loose, let him tweet. I would, I'd make. You want a reality show president? Let's follow him around with a camera. You know, it'd be the, the, the Trump show. Just thank God that Trump doesn't drink alcohol. Can you imagine Trump in the middle of the night sitting on the toilet with a spray tan and his speedo lines, and he's talking about ooh crazy Chuck Schooner? I remember when he used to bust tables at my resort in Marco Polio. I mean that that would be classic. So listen, conservatives, if you're a Trump supporter, just be glad you know he's up all night not sleeping I'm not telling you mm -hmm. I'm telling you I have to believe drunk Trump is he's just going to be a complete 180 and he will be just all of a sudden you're right well-mannered <laughs> reserved <laughs> madam gonna... secretary madam yeah. speaker but here <laughs> just wait you think Kavanaugh was bad wait till you see <laughs> judge Don jr listen <laughs> My wife, you know, people always say, well, I just I like Trump. I just don't like his tweets. I've never heard anybody say I love his policies. People say I love his policies. I hate I his, tweets. Like his tweets. I've yeah. never heard people yeah. say I love his tweets, but, but I hate, I hate his, his policies. policies. There's yeah. no people that exist in that world. Not a single person said those words. So they're they're shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah. Zuby, your thoughts? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just struck by the authoritarian attitude of so many of these people who just want to deplatform. 
silence just shut people down all the time it's and it, it's it's just become the go-to thing like this whole thing everything's just get rid of that person get rid of that person we don't like their ideas we don't like their words get rid of them get rid of them. and it's just it's amazing to me i mean it seemed like if you were to go back a couple decades ago this is the kind of thing that people more on the right side of the political spectrum especially kind of kind of christian conservative types you know when it came to like you know, someone who comes from the entertainment world, I'm a musician, I'm a rapper, okay? I do remember when rappers and heavy metal artists and certain types of films and stuff and video games, there were all these pressure groups and picketing and stuff going on because people wanted to shut that down and shut down free speech and censor this and censor that. And it used to come more so from, a little bit from both sides, but it seemed to lean more mm-hmm. towards a conservative line of thinking and that's what people used to really criticize especially more liberal people kind of like oh look they're just trying to shut down everything they don't like or that disagrees with or that criticizes them and over the decades that's just switched around now now it's people more on the you know center right that are especially that are like oh cool like we'll just talk we'll talk to anybody we'll talk to everybody we're not trying to we may not like this person's ideas or we may disagree with them or not like them personally, but we're not going to try to get them kicked off Twitter or get them fired from their workplace or do this or do that. And it's just constantly happening now. And so I just find it remarkable that I can, I mean, everything she was saying there, like I don't like to criticize individuals, but everything she was saying there, I was just like, this can be applied to you, right? There are people who will be following your Twitter feed or listening to what you're saying. And we're thinking, ah, I don't, I don't like this woman's ideas. She's, she's this, she's that. Like, she, should, she shouldn't be allowed to be on Twitter. And as soon as you start going that, down that line, it just shows a lack of principle, right? With me, I'm just always about the principles, right? Even if I disagree with someone, let them talk, you know? You say that you don't like to criticize individuals, but I wonder, is that part of the issue here? Because, you know, you notice Kamala Harris says uh, Trump's words could be used in a way that could result in harm. What's that even mean? And it's like, that's, that, right, like, that's, that's not, just, is he going to do something? Or are you saying his well, words you know, are going to be used by someone else? Because everyone yeah. is responsible for themselves, right? Yeah, yeah it's weird. It's, it's this idea that people will just hear something someone says on YouTube or read something someone says on Twitter and they'll go out and they'll attack somebody and they'll harm somebody. And it's ridiculous because you have had people on any side or no side of the political spectrum who have, you know, done bad stuff and claimed it's for that thing, right? You've had, um, I know in the past there was, wasn't there a Bernie Sanders supporter who mm-hmm. went and, you know, yes. sh- shot some people? Yes. You've had, you know, so you've had all kinds of things. So it, it'll be, if a Trump supporter does that or someone who, who likes Trump's Facebook page or something does that, they'll, they'll come down heavily on it and say, oh, this is, they'll connect these weird dots and make these huge leaps and say, oh, this is because Trump one time tweeted this or that. And they'll jump to these leaps rather than saying, okay, this is, was a crazy person yeah. who did a crazy thing. Mm-hmm. Just like it would be silly to say, oh, that guy did that. So Bernie Sanders is responsible or right. like the whole left is responsible or whatever. It's silly to have someone on the opposite side do something ridiculous and say, oh, that's because of Trump or that's mm-hmm. because of, you know, everyone on the right wing supports this or whatever. And you know, people are still pointing to things at Charlottesville as if most normal conservatives or any, everybody to the right of the aisle supported that or what you know it's like I, i've seen nobody zero people ever say that that rally and what happened at it was a good thing or was representative like everybody condemned that nobody condoned it and people are still saying oh well what about charlottesville what about charlottesville and it's just really dishonest just like it would be dishonest to take some of the crazy stuff that a group like antifa does mm-hmm. and say oh well all liberals are supporting this you're you're, you're all complicit and it's just like no 
right? People are responsible. True. Although I will say it's hard to get a Democratic lawmaker to, to denounce them. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's that's the irony. Yeah, that's the irony. Everybody, all conservatives, denounced the yes, stuff that Charlotte happened, including Every, Trump. Everybody, in the full context, everybody, times, everybody yes, said, multiple times. Yeah. Everybody denounced it, but then it's like they're not willing to do the same thing on the other side. And to me, that just tells me a lot about principles, yeah. right? Because it should be principles. It should be fair treatment. Like, okay, if, if our guy does it, let's not you know, pretend it's fine because they're on our side, right? Mm-hmm. Let's not defend our radicals and our extremists. And how about you don't do the same thing and then we can talk like adults and mm-hmm. not shut people down, right. which helps to radicalize them anyway. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's like a weird loop. <laughs> Well, no, I just, you know, obviously they came out with the tweet the other day and everything gets twisted where they says, well, if this if, if something happens to this whistleblower, then the blood is on the hands of Trump. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This twisting and turning and this conniving. Jeffrey Epstein would like just, to have a word, by the way. Yeah, I mean, it's just it, where do you stop all of this stuff? I mean, the, the pinpointing and the blaming and all of these things that are on there just gets really just boring after a while. I think we alluded to it on yesterday's show about him saying this could cause a civil war type mm-hmm. fracture. And people mm-hmm. saying, oh my God, he's calling for bloodshed in the streets. Mm. It really is ridiculous. And one other thing I think that's interesting to add on to this is that, uh, you know, we just had a court ruling that said Trump is not allowed to block someone on Twitter, mm-hmm. but we want to remove his entire account from Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, I, that wouldn't that be just in and of itself against what we now understand the Constitution to state? Uh, you, you know, you can't tell him that he's can he can't block people, but then also cannot get his message out in in, in, in any other way. Mm. It's just a ridiculous idea, though. You know, and look, Kamala Harris is, is at a point in her campaign where there's just real desperation Nothing, setting in, yeah. right? Like, I mean, she's trying to make news. She's, you know, she's giving it a whirl here. She's now switching out campaign operatives. I mean, it hasn't worked, right? So she's trying new things. She's she's in that Beto stage mm. where now you just kind of come out with whatever crazy idea. What's the news story of the day? Let me go <coughs> two steps beyond everybody else and hopefully I can get on television to say it. Mm. Uh, it's the female Beto. It's, oh, God. Mm. That, is, that is, you don't want to be the female Beto. You, you don't. don't want to be the, to be the male Beto. No, definitely not. Uh, all right, coming up next, Maxine Waters. Again, she wants to tell you why Trump should be in solitary confinement. Uh, also, Secretary Mike Pompeo hits back against the House Democrats' effort to bully and intimidate the State Department officials. We'll be back. MP! Before we get back into the conversation, we want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. So, apparently, there's like millions of Americans who just walk around in constant pain thinking that that's life. What is the statistics to? 66 yeah, like two-thirds, yeah. People who think that, who have like pain every day think there's just really no possibility. No way out. Around, so that's just their existence. <laughs> just so really depressing. Sad. No, wonder why, no wonder why everyone's annoyed on Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this finally explains it. Yeah, it really does. Uh, but Relief Factor is there for those of you who, you're, you're one of those people. You're one of those people who is like, well, this is just life. Um, 40, I injure myself sleeping at night because mm-hmm. I wake up and all of a sudden I've got a crick in my neck and my knees bother me and I don't know anything, you know, any other way of life. 
All right, you got to try Relief Factor. Relief Factor is 100% drug-free. Uh, it targets, it's four key ingredients that target the inflammation in your body, which you don't realize it because you're using, you know, Band-Aids all the time. But the inflammation is what is the root cause of the pain in your body. So if you are one of the many who you just live in pain, maybe you had a car accident, maybe you just have back problems, maybe you were in the military and your knees just don't work like they used to anymore, you got to try Relief Factor. Go go get the uh, quick start pack. It is three weeks. It's $19.95. If you try that and it doesn't work for you, okay, great. You're out 20 bucks. But 70% of the people who try this quick start pack go on to keep ordering more. It's working for that many people. It can work for you if you have not already. It's life-changing. Trust me. I was in a car accident. I had those back problems. It's worked for me. Go to relieffactor.com or you can call 800-500-8384. That is relieffactor.com. So uh, our good friend, good friend of the program, Maxine Waters, shout out Maxine, I know you watch the program every day, Uh, she went a step farther than Kamala Harris. She said, I'm calling on the GOP to stop Trump's filthy talk of whistleblowers being spies and using mob language, implying they should be killed. Impeachment is not good enough for Trump. He needs to be imprisoned and placed in solitary confinement. But for now, impeachment is the imperative. Uh, so there's a lot of uh, a lot of um, mental gymnastics, I feel, to get to the solitary confinement. But- I'm a little disappointed that wasn't a statement by Beto. Right, like this is yeah, Beto's role right now in the is. campaign is to take whatever news issue you have, go a few steps beyond. I mean, Maxine is doing Beto's work for him. But she has been this whole the whole time of his presidency. Yeah. I mean, she has been saying this stuff since before he got inaugurated. And wasn't she also the one who was encouraging people to go harass Trump uh, yes. you know, yes. uh, administration yes. officials at yes. restaurants and gas mm-hmm. stations? Get in their faces. Which is much more direct than anything that I've heard, at least from a Trump administration official, about the whistleblower. I mean, people this, actually acted on it, didn't they? Yes, yeah, people actually did. did. Yeah, yeah. They did. Uh, so, Chad, what are your thoughts on her comment that um, – can you pull the, twi- the, pull the tweet back up? Mr. Pull producer, the, I want to yeah, go Mark pull, Levin pull, on you for just a pull minute. Pull the tweet back up. <laughs> Mr. Okay, producer, show so us the tweet. By using mob language and implying they should be killed. Now, I assume that what she's talking about are his comments that – you know what we used to do to, uh, you know, spies and traitors uh, back in the day. You know what we do to people who commit treason, which is, you know, that's Trump, right? That's he says, Trump. He says things. It's also Maxine. It's also it Maxine. Is. <laughs> it is Maxine. So, okay, if impeachment is not good enough for Trump, he needs to be imprisoned. And not only imprisoned, that's not good enough. Right. He needs to be placed in solitary confinement. Like she wants to ma- she wants to like micromanage the daily <laughs> travel like, in prison of what he's doing. He it's should like- be fed once. <laughs> he should be don't give him steak. general don't population. Steak but no ketchup. Trump Medium needs rare. a boyfriend. <laughs> I mean, this I mean, you're saying Trump's filthy language shouldn't he shouldn't say this, but now let me give you my filthy language and tell you what I think should happen to this man. Oh, the humanity. That's, that's, it's like people should be able to see, but they can't. Mm. 
should be able to see a little bit of the humor mm -hmm. in how Trump trolls. <laughs> because he really is, he's just like, hey, you know what we used to do to these guys? Hey, 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 you know, hey, hey. We used to go out there and hang them in the street. Yeah, that's what we used to do. Well, we don't do that anymore. Good luck, guys. I mean, most people with a sense of humor should be able to see that. Now, mm -hmm. are, are we, should we expect that from a president? Probably not. Is that something we want from a statesman? Probably not. Does a leader of the free world need to use um, sarcasm in something that's read where you can put emotion at any place in the sentence and a stress on any word and change the meaning? Probably not. <laughs> but if you get it, you get it. And like Stu said, that's just Trump. Well, and it is interesting, Zuby, because Bill Weld went out and said that Trump should be executed for treason. Oh, wow. Over this whole Ukraine scandal. <laughs> okay, he's like wow. nine steps beyond Beto in desperation. Wow. Well, he, uh, he is. He yeah. is. But he doesn't get he doesn't get pushback for well, this. Well, I mean, because right. no one even knows who he is, right? Yeah. I mean, he's going on the mainstream media and saying these things. He, can't, he I mean, look, he's don't an, you be a Bill Weld apologist. Think about this. He's a constant <laughs> Trump critic, and he's been on TV like three times in the last year. Like, I mean, anybody can get on TV being a constant uh, Trump critic. I, Bill Weld is a non-factor, as I think we would all. I'm changing my career. Well. Trump's made a lot of jobs, man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, for real. Like, yeah. no, seriously. Like, the amount of people whose entire jobs and livelihood now are based <laughs> on either, you know, I mean, you both on the pro and the anti side, mm -hmm. right? But I mean, being a Trump hater is a is a legit job. It has been for a couple of years now, where that's all they do. That's all they talk about. You've got people who just follow him on Twitter, just so every everything he writes, they can come on and give yeah. their little give their little spiel and. It's just weird, man. Like tr Trump derangement syndrome is a very, very real mm. thing. It, it's not. Uh, I, when I first heard that thing, I was like, ah, that's kind of funny. Like, yeah, they've got. Yeah. And I, I've come to the point where I'm like, no, this is real. Like, mm. this is a mental situation. There's a mental mm. condition here where people cannot interpret anything else in any other way, and just have the. It, it's like you said. It's like reading stuff three, three or four steps beyond whatever was said. Right. A great example would have been the. Uh, the, the Baltimore comment, yeah. when he said Baltimore's yeah. rat infested, mm -hmm. and people implied racism from that. I was like, what? Yeah. If someone tells me a place is rat infested, I'm like, it's probably infested by rats. That's, oh, what, dang, that's, what, my, that's what my mind comes to, <laughs> right. right? My brain doesn't go to, oh, he said that, and that place has um, a large non-white population, so therefore he's referring to them as rats, so therefore... Uh, who are you uh, going to think is racist in that, yeah, in that instance? The, the person who's made the rat equals the connection. The connection yeah, yeah. To totally that, that's what i thought i remember just seeing that thing blowing up on twitter and i was like wait what <laughs> like how have you gone from that to that yeah it's so bizarre to me and, and it's like the people who have this mind virus can't see that they're the ones who are doing the doing making the inference mm -hmm. right he he never like if he'd said that i'd be like okay that was clearly but oh but he used the word infested like, that's the word. That's what you use <laughs> that, when you're that, talking about rats. Yeah, that's the rodents. word. Like, cockroaches, rodents, like, yeah. that's what you say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's bizarre. Yeah, it's bizarre. I mean, they're so far down this road, and they're so, their lives are so dominated by him. And, so, and yeah. they so have their minds made up on everything that he does. I mean, if you think about, like, if we were to talk about, like, uh, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer, you know, uh, Larry Nassar, like, some of the worst people yeah. in our society, right? Mm. And you ask them, here's, a, here's something that they did. Why do they do it? We would all jump to the worst possible idea. Like, mm. Jeffrey Dahmer did this because he wanted to kill people, right? Mm -hmm. That's what they do with Trump. Like, you know, it, let's just say, for example, um, 
this whole Ukraine thing was not about whether Joe Biden did things with corruption and, and, and benefiting his family and billions of dollars flying around. Let's just say instead it was he was calling up the Ukrainian president because he believed Melania was cheating with some guy who was Ukrainian and he was pissed off about it and he wanted to get dirt on this guy. Well, all of us would sit back and say, well, that's totally inappropriate for a president to do, right? Because there's, it's all personal interest. That's how the media sees this whole controversy. They can't see anything other than, well, he's just trying to trash Joe Biden and win an election. Well, wait a minute. This is the vice president of the United States in a controversy about our elections, about, uh, you know, family benefiting, you know, when we're talking huge amounts of money, $50,000 a month for a guy with no experience. There's all sorts of legitimate flat red flags that people like the New York Times and MSNBC and CNN have all reported on as a real issue. Like, this is in the national interest. Does it align with his political interest? Yes. Is that part of it? Sure. But you can't just throw that out. And that's why it's easy for them to see this in this prism. They see him as basically Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm. So, of course, it's awful. But that's not the real, at least not the entire story. Yeah. All right. Back in a minute. I don't think he's, yeah, I know he said if he'd murdered people on Fifth Avenue, people would stick up for him. Before we go into overtime, we want to make sure that you subscribe to Real Talk with Zuby. Zuby has his podcast. He is, I feel like you've been enlightened. Have you been enlightened I've by been being enlightened here since, in the United States? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. You've learned how crazy the left has gotten. <laughs> oh, but I'm you totally know what? putting words in here. <laughs> you got some disappointments, <laughs> too. And we're going to talk about it in overtime. Okay. Are we? Okay, yes. Real Talk with Zuby. Go subscribe. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. All right, before we get into Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and the subpoena that was issued, Chad, you made a comment. Well, my buddy Zuby, I've been watching him <laughs> via Twitter, right? And, yes. and I love Zuby. you got to follow him on Twitter because it's just a fun, it's fun great. show it's on great. there. But he made this comment about something that he didn't see consistently in America, which was what? Um, any public Trump support. Yeah. And you make America great again, hats, T-shirts, anything like that, right? On, on Twitter, I see them all the time. Mm-hmm. I see people wearing them in their, their profile photos and, you know, tweeting pictures and things like that. And then I've been, I've been in uh, the U.S. for three and a bit weeks now. I've been in Texas for over a week, and I haven't seen a single hat. I haven't even seen a shop that sells them. I just haven't seen anything. So I, I was kind of surprised. I just thought, oh, I thought I'd see see them here and there. Mm-hmm. But You're saying Twitter is not representative of uh, real well, life? Well, <laughs> yeah, but I know, I know people obviously have them. I've seen yeah. them on yes, video. I've so seen true. photos. I'm like, they're out there. My and mother's well, decorates her house with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I was like, it's they must be out there. easier to <laughs> publicly post your Trump support online, yeah. hiding behind a screen name where people can't come to your house rather than, you know, wear it <laughs> yeah, in broad yeah. daylight where you get beat up now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I have seen um, merchandise of other of other presidential candidates. Mm-hmm. I will say, like, so. the Democrats are actually in an active election right now where Republicans really aren't, mm-hmm. right? I mean, Trump is running essentially unopposed, uh, where the Democrats are in the middle of a primary season. That's at least a little bit part of it. I mean, when we get near election time, you do, I mean, I at least remember seeing a lot of it. I don't think I... You think it'll be less this time? Way less. Really? Way, I mean... You don't think he was more controversial in 2016 than he is now? I mean, I I mean no, no, I don't, no, I don't disagree with you there. Mm-hmm. But the the uh, enabling of people who can just go out and like beat up 
Trump supporters for wearing MAGA hats, I feel, has increased. I don't feel yeah. like that was happening in 2016. I mean, you could, Listen. someone would look at you and snub their nose up at you, but you're not, you're not worried that you're going to get beat up. I'll put on my MAGA hat, go out in public anywhere, and walk down the street and tell anybody to bring it on while I'm walking with Zuby and David Harris Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Come at me. I'll that would confuse, I'll uh, that would confuse <laughs> the heck out of people, wouldn't it? They'd be like, what is yeah. going on? What is that situation? Exactly. Okay, well, now that we're on the subject of, uh, of your trip here, really quickly before we move on to Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, um, tell everyone what you did, your little experiment that you did that went viral uh, oh. with weightlifting. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, well, this, this goes back to February. So I posted a tweet saying, I keep hearing about how biological men have no strength advantage over biological women in 2019. So watch me destroy the British women's deadlift record without trying. So it was a video of me deadlifting 500 and something pounds, which was more than the British female record in my weight class. Identifying yeah, I, I, I claimed that I identified as a woman while lifting the weight. <laughs> That's all you have to and, do. Um, yeah, it, was, uh, it, it, it broke the internet. It went <laughs> viral nationally, internationally. It's a big seed of the reason why I've ended up here right now. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, God bless Twitter, first of all. Thank you, Jack. And, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know what more to say about it. Congratulations yeah. on yeah. Uh, oh, thank breaking you. Thank the, you. Thank the you. female yeah. record. And I like making good points, but that seems like a lot of work to make a good point. Uh, so I'd rather just say it. And just, you know, <laughs> you did like 525 yeah, pounds and didn't bring a sweat. You lift weights a lot, yeah. though, right? Oh, yeah, well, so. that's true, you, as you can tell. I mean, as yeah. you, again, in the fitness industry. I fitness. picked my fat ass up out of this chair. Yeah, in all honesty, it wasn't, it wasn't hard. Um, you know, the training leading up to it for over the past pl decade plus has been a lot of work. Yeah, sure, uh, sure. When he got his period, oh, <laughs> it was really weird because he was only a woman for 30 seconds. Yeah. Uh, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo <laughs> decried a subpoena today sent to his department from the House Foreign Affairs Committee as an effort to intimidate, bully, and treat improperly State Department officials uh, again today. So they, of course, were trying to get to his, his employees saying, well, we need you guys to tell us everything that you know. And um, he said that he had been made aware that committee staff had been sending, has been sending intimidating communications to career department professionals who have specifically asked for committee communications to be channeled through the Bureau of Legislative Affairs. Pompeo said, let me be clear, I will not tolerate su such tactics and I will use all means at my disposal to prevent and expose any attempts to intimidate the dedicated professionals whom I am proud to lead and serve alongside the Department of State. Uh, Stu, obviously he is participating in this cover-up for <laughs> President Trump. Uh, that's what you have to say, right? Should he also go in solitary confinement? Yes, absolutely. Okay. you got to get vaccine on that uh, yeah. right away. Uh, you know, I mean, look, I think there is this... Uh, this path that they're going to go on, right? Like this impeachment inquiry is going to happen. The only thing that was stopping it before had nothing to do with what Trump has done or not done. It had to do with whether Nancy Pelosi thought it was politically beneficial for them to do it. She now, for whatever reason, seems to think that it is. So this is going to go forward and all these things are going to go back and forth. And we're going to go through this spectacle, whether it's valid or not. Um, <laughs> at the end of the day, we'll probably will learn something. Um, we, you know, I think we learned something with the Mueller report. Mm -hmm. What we learned was... There was no collusion, which was a big thing. And we learned that the Russians really were trying to do a lot of crazy things. And I wish we would have focused a little bit more on what actually uh, was uncovered in the Mueller report time. The same thing's going to happen here. We will find out some stuff. And there, there, look, if we find out some terrible thing that Trump has done in this world, we'll all be on board to say, like, yeah. uh, you know, this is terrible. But 
there's no indication at this point that there's anything other than, you know, behavior that probably, as you pointed out earlier, Chad, is like, you know, look, probably not the right, the, the, the best way to handle a situation, mm-hmm. but nothing that's impeachable. If we find something that is, then we'll go along with it. But the important part to note here is that they are going into this investigation with no knowledge of anything that rises to that level. It Maybe they'll dig up some, mir- maybe the miracle Hail Mary gets ca- ca- you know caught. Every once in a while, you throw it up from 60 yards away and someone comes down within the end zone. Maybe they'll get this magical thing they're looking for. But the point is they don't care if they find it. They're mm-hmm. just wanting to go through this process for what they now believe is to their, is a benefit electorally. I don't think it's going to work, but I, I'm not surprised that they're going to go through with it. And we have to deal with the reality that, you know, they're going to go through with it. Mm. Yeah. They're going to do this. Yeah. You made a good point yesterday. You get the opportunity to kick him out of office in November of 2020. Yeah. Just why, why spend all of this? I mean, does it bother anybody else that you have representatives and senators who are in Washington, D.C., supposedly up there to help your community and your state, but they're not doing that? Their main concern is mm-hmm. ousting their political opponent, mm-hmm. and that's all we hear about? Mm-hmm. And that's all we're hearing about. That bothers me as an American. That's yeah. a great point. Zuby, uh, you were just in that a great, I feel like a great uh, example of that. You were just in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Feel like probably San Francisco's uh, congressional leaders might be wanting to focus on San Francisco and not so much on uh, yes. President Trump. There's some big problems there. I mean, Ch- Chad touched on pretty much the point I was actually going to say as an, as an outsider. The weirdest thing to me, just kind of watching the past three years, you know, both in American and British politics. In Britain, it's just been Brexit, Brexit, Brexit. Mm-hmm. Here, it's just been Trump, Trump, Trump. And it's just completely taken the focus away from anything local or national that people on both sides of the aisle agree is are, are real problems mm-hmm. that need to be dealt with. And while people are just being distracted by this stuff. I kind of I kind of feel like someone's over here like kind of swinging some sort of like Trump doll over here mm-hmm. just like distracting everybody and going crazy and then like over here you've just got real problems going on. You've got people strung out on drugs and opioids and crack and meth and all these things. You've got rising homelessness. You've got real problems that people can deal with on both a local and perhaps a national level and that's not getting dealt with because everyone's just here, Trump, Trump, orange man, bad, orange man, bad. It's the same in the UK. Until Brexit gets done, like nothing else, everyone's just tied up in that. All the politicians are totally tied up in Brexit and backing and forthing, one step forward, one back, one left, one right. Just nothing has happened in the three years. Mm -hmm. And so nothing can be dealt with with the NHS or with anything else. And I think the general public is just exhausted and it's just like, look, can we just... You said when, when Brexit gets done, is it going to get yeah. done? <laughs> it, it's it, a big assumption. Uh, yeah. it, it's, it's nuts, man. I mean, uh, the vote was made three years ago. Yeah. And I, I mean, I've just stopped following it, honestly, wow. to be honest with you. I mean, I don't, I don't follow politics day to day anyway. I'm someone who tries to, like, take a, a high-level approach mm-hmm. and not, not get embroiled in all the nitty-gritty details. Um, but from what I've gathered, man, I don't. I don't know. I just feel like, look, those, those, that's what they're paid for. That's what they're employed for. Everybody who's in those positions got voted in to do that job. That, the British people have done that job. They voted. Let me tell you about so, the British people yeah, and what they really, want, <laughs> they really want. They want us to implode so they can get it this way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we, we would be like Brentering. We would yeah. Brenter. We would Brenter. Brenter into. Okay. Yeah, it would, be, it would be a tough direct invasion. So. Uh, Hillary Clinton has recently shrugged off concerns regarding former Vice President Joe Biden, uh, his apparent 
inappropriate touching of women and girls. Uh, kind of ironic to hear Hillary Clinton talking about, you know, it's fine. He can treat women however they want. But she says this is what's more important than any inappropriateness with women and girls. Watch. Mm. People have noticed the somewhat strange and often, let's say, overly familiar physicality of one Joe Biden, specifically with women. I've heard a little bit about that. I mean, I don't think that the Twitterverse is the American like electorate, a minute. but there are lots of you know, <laughs> she, vocal voices like a, uh, that say like all kinds sort of, of things. African, He's Nigerian, a sort of. Thoroughly decent human being uh, who <laughs> has served our country honorably and well for decades. You could take any person who sticks their little head above the parapet and says, I'm going to run for president and find and something that yeah. a, when, when, a when little, comes out, it's you know, annoying <laughs> habit or other good. kind of uh, <laughs> uh, behavior <laughs> that people are going to pick apart and disagree with. <laughs> people who are putting themselves forward, which believe me, is a really difficult process oh, to gosh. undergo. Uh, should be judged on the totality of their lives and their service. Uh, and we can pick apart anybody. I mean, that, that's a, a, that's a, a great spectator sport. But this man who's there in the Oval Office right now poses a clear and present danger to the future of the United States. So get over it. Look at the candidates, look at what they've accomplished, look at what they've fought for, and vote for anybody to get rid of Donald Trump. Orange man bad? Mm. Um, oh, get over it. Uh, get over it, Sarah. Very oh, close Listen, proximity. darling. Listen. I've got you. You don't have to worry about anything. When I'm in office, I'm going to cure cancer. The world's not going to come to an end. Oh, just get over it. How does that definitely get over plus it. smell? Over there. <laughs> How does the hair smell? Good. It good? wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Thank you. It wasn't bad. Thank you. I did. I showered today. I did that on camera, folks. Yep. I did that right there on camera. And you get no repercussions. I'm Joe not apologizing either. I think we just pulled that for the lawsuit and just <laughs> <laughs> into evidence. Uh, I mean, it's funny because that's I really is the sort of crap he does to people, yeah. and uh, that's perfectly okay. I, you know, Hillary's gonna Hillary's gonna Hillary. It's, yeah, it's kind of what she does. Why does she keep going on these interviews? Well, they're gonna t- like. What's the downside for her? Right. Like, I mean, her staying in the public eye. I feel like the DNC should have already paid her off to go away. Now, didn't well, she just do a book? Isn't that why she's kind of doing a tour with Is that Chelsea? why? I don't know. I didn't hear a, she did a, a book. book about empowering women yeah. and all of this stuff. So that's oh, the good. hypocrisy. You're talking about empowering women, but yeah. then just get over right. the mm, touching and mm. the groping and the smelling and the sniffing and the feeling. <laughs> Not to mention all of the uh, yeah, intimidating this. tactics she, you know, oh, used <laughs> against yeah. all of the, the Clinton uh, yeah. accusations. Yeah. Do you, know, do you know one thing I'm noticing? Have you, have you noticed that? A lot of people, I feel like right now you've got a minority of people who have long mem- long-term memories and then yeah. people who have really short, right? right? Yeah. Like with yeah. some of the stuff, I'm like, wait, hang on. Yep. I was a kid. I was a kid when Bill Clinton was built. But I'm like, I remember some of, some yeah. of this yeah. stuff. So you might want to think about the level of hypocrisy here, right? Or with so many of these things, right? No self-awareness. No, either. even if you just None. go back to the o- Obama era, right? There's so much, like I often joke that if Obama ran now, he'd probably need to be a Republican. Because there's so much stuff that you like, if you hear him talking about like the border policy or immigration and things like you're like, 
that sounds like yeah. if you took it just the words. Which, by the way, Hillary 2008 would be yeah. the same one. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we, with lots As of them. Well and then, you know, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, it's just, it's just, you know, whatever that side does, we need to oppose. Mm-hmm. Whatever that side does, we need to oppose. And that's why, I don't know, it's... Oh, it's I think it's really... It's silly. It's very childish to me. To me, a lot of it is just childish. It's I'm just saying like, people just though, grow up. Because it's like, there, there was, I mean, in 2004, we had a, an election that arguably was turned on John Kerry saying, I, I voted for it before I voted against it. Because mm-hmm. he was seen as, as, as flip-flopping for political gain. Mm. That has just completely lost value now. No one cares if you do it, right? Like, that currency has no value anymore. And that's a huge change. I mean, it used to be this thing where you'd try to find this quote that disagreed with whatever politician is today. That doesn't matter anymore. They've now tweeted, and they're three months apart from each other on total opposite sides of the issue. I mean, all the Democrats now think Russia's this huge threat. They, they ran a national campaign mocking Mitt Romney for saying Russia was a threat. And there's just no, no repercussions, no consequences to it whatsoever. Uh, that's not a good way because you, it, it encourages think right now behavior, right? Yeah. Like what benefits me in this moment, in yeah. this interview, in this poll, in this week, in this election, instead of saying, okay, here's a set of principles mm-hmm. and they're laid out for a long period of time and we think this is good for the future of the country in a mm-hmm. long way. They, they just don't think that way anymore because they don't get punished for doing the opposite. Uh, and I, I, we should probably get back to that. <laughs> probably get back to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday's poll is Hillary, speaking of Hill, Hill dog, is Hillary getting ready to run in 2020? 45% of you said yes. The majority of you, 55%, said no. Which side are you pissed at today? I mean, it's too much of a split, and I don't really... <laughs> you don't want to get pissed at half the audience. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable. You're fine older. targeting minorities. You're just not fine targeting... Uh, I'm allowed to do 45% that. 45%. As a POC, I'm okay. allowed to okay. do that okay. still. Mm-hmm. What'd you There's say? There's a play. There's something's going on. I'm telling you, it's Moo Moo Watch. Moo Moo 2020. <laughs> As long as she's wearing a moo, we're safe. When she comes out in a pantsuit, war is on. Well, what I'm concerned about is why is Chelsea also wearing a moo? Like, Chelsea is, should not be a moo age. Did yeah. Chelsea also write this book? Yeah. I think there were co Okay, because I was going to say, why is she just traveling with her yeah, to every Yeah, that's why she's everything. Interview? Everything is with Chelsea because they're talking about how mothers, daughters, and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I hope they she doesn't run, please. I know, no, right? No. I mean, I don't. The Democrats don't even like her. I can't. Uh, you got to. You got to bow out with some grace at some point. What is it? What, it's, seriously? It's what, true. As a as a woman. Yes. Look at her. She looks what like a is, wart in a moo. She's not yes. bowing out with grace. There's no grace there. Right. And look, we know <laughs> Hillary does not look good here. But what is going on with Chelsea? Like, I, yeah. uh, I don't know. What is that outfit? I dun, 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 don't know. Dun, 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 that is a little House on the Prairie thing going. An homage there. to her mom. I don't know. Right. Uh, or I, like my, her mom brought outfits if she forgot some. <laughs> yeah. She only had like workout well, maybe her maybe her luggage got lost. <laughs> right. Well, they do a lot of yoga, okay. apparently, yes. based on That's emails. That's right. Her yeah. luggage got lost in transit, and she was only left with her mom's uh, wardrobe choices. <laughs> Doesn't Hillary look like she's doing a lot of yoga? I mean, you know, that no. was the lost 33,000 emails. <laughs> they were all about yoga. And I can tell. She a lot looks of yogurt, flexible. I would say. Yogurt. Yes, there's <laughs> yeah. frozen like f- variety. Full, yeah, full sugar. Yeah, is lots what you're of uh, maybe a TCB, too many TCBY. <laughs> okay. I, I could, as a, as this, a, this is where I get in trouble. I'm biting my tongue <laughs> no, because I, you guys know. I'm trying to get you to keep where, going. I, I want the I ratings, was, Chad they're Prager. Having, they're doing that new pig yoga thing. That, you know, where they let you, you yes. know, let the pig crawl all over you. Mm-hmm. In this case, I, I heard about yeah. goat yoga, baby goat yoga. There's goat yoga, there's rabbit yoga, pig yoga. In this case... Pigs doing the yoga. Do the animals, have the animals consented? Do they want that? <laughs> These are all good questions. That's a great hate point. That's a I love great hate point. Peter, 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 get in here. Peter. Uh, you do a down poll. dog right in the poop. <laughs> today's poll. Should Facebook be broken up? 
Uh, of course, Elizabeth Warren wants them broken up. Mark Zuckerberg has just said today that Facebook is ready to sue the government oh, wow. if Elizabeth Warren is elected president. He said, uh, you know, at the end of the day, if someone's going to try to threaten something that that existential, you go to the mat and you fight. It's weird, Stu, because I felt like Mark Zuckerberg was the one who was saying that he'd be happy to consult the government on all of these new rules for Facebook and social media. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I think... Mark Zuckerberg is is excited to help the government work through some regulation that benefits the the American people and also happens to push out a bunch of smaller competition so they can never comply with it. Uh, this is, you know, taking apart his business. And look, Zuckerberg, I have a lot of uh, disagreements with, but on this, he's completely yeah. right in my view. Um, you know, you, the American government, I don't think the courts would allow it, even if they yeah. did it. If Elizabeth Warren yeah. got in there and, and did this, you can't just go in there and break up companies like this just because you feel like it's the right thing to do on a particular day. These are these are private companies. And you know, I mean, I, a, lot of, a lot of people on the right are kind of going down this road, too. I don't think it's the right approach, um, but I don't even think it would hold up constitutionally anyway. But we'll see. I mean, I, I, you know, Elizabeth Warren's saying a pretty much, uh, she's saying a lot of, of everything. You know, she's giving a lot of big promises to the left and whether she actually would go through with these things. I mean, there's certainly not a benefit to the left right. from breaking up a guy, a very liberal guy like Mark Zuckerberg, controlling incredible amounts of information. Um, you know, this is uh, this is something I could see her promising but never actually going through with. Yeah. What do you think, Chad? I love it when social justice warriors and socialists defend their capitalism. That's mm -hmm. what I like. I mean, would you break up Amazon? Would you break up Walmart? You know, apply this to the company you do believe in and you're going to fight back against it. Because everybody has this issue with Facebook, it's easy for people to go, yeah, you just want to punish Mark Zuckerberg. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't make it the right thing. Yeah, Zuby. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Wow, you could tell your. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're actually Honestly, admitting that you don't, don't know, know instead of yeah. just blathering on it. with some. Yeah, yeah. I, I, no, I do I too. I, I don't do know. Too. It's uh, something that I've flip flopped on a little bit. I mean, with, with something like Facebook, I mean, I guess from any perspective, the question would be: Is it a true monopoly? Mm -hmm. And. It's it's hard to say because a company like Facebook has never existed in terms of the amount of information they control. And it's like, in some ways, Facebook seems like a monopoly, mm -hmm. but in other ways, it's it's, it's not. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. It's complicated. Yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, I, yeah. I think, you know, one of the things, first of all, like, there is a pretty low barrier for a company to do the same thing as them. Mm. And you say, well, there's not enough people on there. Well, the Constitution doesn't guarantee an audience, right? Yeah. Like The mm -hmm. Constitution doesn't guarantee enough people will come to your business, but just that the fact that you should be able to compete mm. um, is, is at least you know, certainly implied there. Mm -hmm. I think, though, though when, you, when you say Facebook, people group that with Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. The fact that you're grouping it with other companies shows it's not a monopoly, right? Like, yeah. I think. And so, I, 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 there are real concerns with Facebook and, and mm -hmm. the way that they're they're handling it and treating treating the their we of all people would yeah. know yeah <laughs> I, I, I just very hesitant to get the government involved if yeah. you can avoid it and there's various you know other platforms out there like all social i'm always telling people come follow me and watch chad come follow me on all social yeah. it, and people get on there and they're like well it's not like facebook okay well you're talking about a 40 billion dollar product yeah. versus people who have invested several million dollars they have the bells and whistles if you really want to protect free speech and be uncensored and suppressed no more Come over to these platforms, whether it's Parler, MeWe, I can list them, yeah. Yeah. and be patient because 
10 years ago, you weren't that satisfied with Facebook either yeah. because you right. didn't know what was coming. And everyone was on MySpace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what I think with uh, Facebook and Twitter and all YouTube, all these companies, what I really think they need is just a very principled approach. They need some very clear guidelines saying what they're happy to have and what they're not. Like any kind of political biases need to... Need, need to go out the window, any kind of targeting. Okay, we, we just don't, this guy hasn't broken the rules, but we don't really like him. Like All that stuff needs to be, they need to stop that. Yeah, right? what they enforce need, your standards. Yeah, they need to, um, um, it's fine for them to have rules, guidelines, standards, but they just need to enforce them correctly mm-hmm. because with all these people, th- that person will get kicked off Twitter. Right. And then you can find a hundred people who have directly called for violence yeah. or like, people you know, dox people. People kill or, myself or, every day. Or, exactly, so. and, they're, and they're still on there. And some of them. <laughs> yeah, it was just a heated yeah, moment that you had. Some, just some just of them are, you know, <laughs> some of them are there and they're verified and everything like that. And the tweets are still up, Yeah. right? And then someone else gets kicked off for something really innocuous like yeah. that's the that's what makes people lose faith and on whatever their political views are that's what makes people start going wait hang on this isn't yeah this isn't fair what's going on so i think they just need to you know if, if anyone from those companies is listening i think they just need to sit down have a meeting look say okay these are our guidelines you can do this mm-hmm. you can't do that maybe have a couple maybe have a strike system say okay look if you do this once one way ban you do it again one week ban you do it again, you get a three-year ban or whatever right. it is, right? And these lifetime bans are also a silly idea that someone tweeted something once in 2012 and now they can never yeah. use Twitter yeah. ever again. They could be yeah. 40 years from now. They still can't make it. That's silly. Right. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I know we're super long here. Last um, word. So last word here. I, was watch, I read an article about um, Eddie Murphy who was recently getting in a little bit of trouble. He's making a comeback because he made jokes in, I think it was Delirious back in 1981 about mm-hmm. AIDS. And, and and now he's getting asked about this again. It's like, it's 1981. It was a totally different world. We didn't know. I mean, like, all the the rational reasons why these things happen apply here. But I, what I really found was interesting was in 1996, he had a movie came out that came out, and he had, again, to answer for these jokes he made in 1981. So in 1996, they were pissed off about this. Mm-hmm. And they went to him, and he was like, look, you know, it was early on, all the things I just said. It was a real problem, and, you know, we didn't know that it was a bad... We didn't know anything about it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I've grown, and I've learned about this, and obviously I don't think those jokes are appropriate today. And, you know, I'm, I'm sorry if anyone was offended, blah, blah, blah. And all the reactions in the article from the protesters were saying things like, you know, I'm really glad to hear that he's grown. And like, you know, you know, this is a great step. I'm glad he's showing he's taking a leadership position and letting people know. And it's like, where has that protester gone? Yeah. Aren't you excited to hear someone won over to your position? Yeah. That someone has grown out of something you think was hateful? Mm. Like, well, a lifetime ban never allows that person to grow. No, He's to def- get, yeah. People need a path to salvation and forgiveness, man. Yeah. It almost sounds like putting someone in solitary confinement. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it? You know, I'm offended at when he played Buckwheat and Blackface. That's what I'm <laughs> Wait, pissed no. at Eddie about. <laughs> I think it's a good time to end the yes. show now. Uh, if, you haven't, if you didn't hear me earlier today, uh, you got to go to shop.theblaze.com. Get It's party time, yeah, mom. Party time, party time mom. mom. If you want Chad's face on your shirt, mm. you got to go to shop.theblaze.com. You You're do. going I there do. right now on your phone, yes. right? Uh-huh. Uh, and then don't forget also to subscribe to Real Talk with Zuby. You are on, I, I assume, wherever people can get their podcasts. Also YouTube? All of them. Yep, YouTube too. Okay. And on social media at Zuby Music, Z-U-B-Y Music. So make sure you subscribe. Real Talk with Zuby. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>, no. <laughs> Get over it. 
Just get over it, Sarah. Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com 